Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Arlene Barrow, Korea Coach One and author of Win Without Competing. I'm Dr. Arlene. Welcome to my show. I will teach you how to use my Right Fit Methods, which will empower you to achieve your career and life goals. Today, I will talk about how to find the Right Fit job with zero competition. Consider the warrior mindset dead. Bury it right now. Your goal is to focus on yourself and raise the bar higher and higher. Why? Especially in a difficult economy, it's imperative to maintain high standards. One of the major reasons that our economy is teetering and tottering is that we have lowered our standards. Here's one example. In the housing industry, we gave loans to people without requiring them to demonstrate they were capable of making their monthly payments. We sold the dream that everyone should own a home. We forgot, however, to mention that everyone may not be able to afford that home. When you search for a job, do not buy into what other people tell you is the right fit job for you. Many people take jobs for the wrong reasons and then figure out that the job is the wrong fit. I do not want this to happen to you. Here are seven disastrous myths that job seekers believe which can negatively impact on your job search. The first, employers have a clear picture of the position they're trying to fill. Second, employers must see many candidates to determine the best. Third, calling companies about a job opening is a big mistake. Arranging an interview without sending a resume first, won't work. Five, when interviewed, focus on the competition and explain why you're the best candidate. Six, never discuss your salary requirements in the first interview. Explaining to the employer how desperate you are will ensure hiring. Now, let's go back one at a time and talk about them. The first one, about employers having a clear picture of the position they're trying to fill. I want to read a story to you about 
a situation that a candidate that I was about to place describes. Then, after I read it, I'll tell you more about it. Think about what he's saying, and then we'll proceed. The title of the story is, A Candidate Who Asked Not to Receive His Offer. My first thought when I spoke with Dr. Arlene Barrow for the first time was, who is this woman? A complete stranger. She had called me to talk about an open position, and she thought that I might be right for her. She hinted that my resume would need updating even before she'd seen it, and that I'd need interview coaching even though she'd never interviewed me. I was an adult, and in my opinion, my resume was perfectly fine, and I knew I was perfectly comfortable in interview situations. Thank you very much. But her enchanting personality got the best of me. That and the fact that the position in question was a fabulous one in a unique organization. After spending two hours having my resume pulled apart, I saw she had a point After another two hours of interview coaching, I realized I had been transformed. Arlene didn't want to repackage me so she could pull the wool over the employer's eyes, make the sale, and get me the job. Instead, she wanted me to pay careful attention to her two candidate mantras, manage the process and probe. As a candidate, You mustn't just sit in an interview and field questions that employers throw at you. You have to set the pace and the course of the discussion yourself. And when you probe, you can, as I did, find something out about the employer that the employer doesn't even know. I'm going to repeat this sentence because I'm going to go back and discuss this at the end. And when you probe, you can as I did, find something out about the employer that the employer doesn't even know. Armed with that knowledge, you can level the playing field and assess each other as equals. In the end, based on the information I uncovered, I didn't want Dr. Barrow to extend an offer to me on the employer's behalf. I dreaded telling her. She had spent many hours with me, but to my surprise, she simply listened, asked if I was absolutely sure, then made no protest. We chatted for a while, and then she wished me well. Her goal wasn't to squeeze me into the job. It was to make a perfect match. She believes no match is better than a bad match and that this is a testament to the power of her process. Most important of all, Arlene understood that her hours were not a waste of time. I had graduated. I had learned enough about myself and enough about the process to liberate myself. I used my newfound wisdom to find out more 
I truly wanted the right fit position, and I learned that I could negotiate from both sides of the table. I would never have reached this level of awareness without Arlene. Once you graduate, you never forget. Now, let's delve into what this candidate was saying. I had sent him out on an interview for a director-level position. I had probed the employer and created a blueprint of the right-fit candidate. Over and over, we discussed it. I had felt that the employer had disclosed all the information. Yes, the employer had. However, when the candidate had an interview with the CEO of the company, that CEO disclosed that he was going to be revamping the structure of the department that this person would be heading and that it wasn't clear what all the responsibilities would be. Further, there was going to be a broader reorganization throughout the institution. After hearing that, the question then became, was this position, as it currently was described to him, the right fit? Now, was this the same position that I had described to him initially? Was it the same position that I had presented to him from the blueprint? Absolutely not. It had changed dramatically. In fact, the other people that I was interfacing with at the institution were shocked. They knew nothing about the CEO's plans. Okay. So, what am I saying? I'm saying if you go out on an interview and you believe that you understand or have a clear picture of the position that perhaps this is a myth and that you should not make the erroneous assumption that you really know what the job is all about until you ask all kinds of questions to get a complete picture. Because I had spent a long time and carefully coached this candidate how to probe, which is how to ask a series of questions to get the underlying information that is not obvious and pitch how to then respond and broadcast the right fit. If I had not shown this candidate how to do that, he might have taken the position because he really liked it and he never would have known that if he had taken the position, shortly thereafter, he would not have been the head of the department 
because someone else would be coming in over him. Okay, let's now go to the second myth. Employers must see many candidates to determine the best. Now, in reality, employers do love to compare and contrast. But think about it. If you have two rotten apples and pick one, what do you have? A rotten apple. We don't want the employers to compare and contrast. When you go in for an interview, I want you to probe and figure out what is the employer really searching for. Then I want you to show by pitching the right information and broadcasting your right fit, how you match up to the specs of the position that you've just uncovered. Pretend you're Sherlock Holmes, that you're searching and searching and searching. After you show that you're the right fit, you will have stopped the employer from shopping. If the employer wants to see more candidates, you will know that you did not perform well enough in terms of explaining why you are the right fit. Myth three, calling companies about a job opening is a big mistake. Absolutely not. Calling companies, even if you're fearful about cold calling, and I know that sometimes it's uncomfortable to call people whom you do not know, it is crucial that you call a company before presenting yourself to that company. Again, why? Because you want to figure out early on whether you're the right fit. For example, if you think there may be a lot of traveling and you hate to travel and you ask the question, how much travel is involved in this new position? And you find out it's 75% of the time and you're not comfortable about doing this, then I would recommend you do not proceed. I've met many, many candidates over the years who accept positions and then figure out that it's the wrong fit. I really don't want you to do that. Myth four, arranging an interview without sending a resume first won't work. Absolutely not. What you want to do is, when you make that cold call, you want to present yourself and arrange the interview prior to sending the resume and then subsequently, after you figure out the specs of the job, you want to take your resume, revamp it, and show why you are the right fit. So you arrange the interview first and then subsequently follow up and email your resume to the employer. Please be sure to check it very carefully. Mistakes such as spelling and grammar, unfortunately, will not help you. Please be sure that your resume sets the standard.
Five, when interviewed, focus on the competition and explain why you're the best candidate. Think back to the presidential election. Remember when each one was talking about the other? This didn't help us. What it did was it focused on the competition. You don't want to do that. The only person that you want to talk about during your interview is yourself. Forget that they're thinking about or have had interviews with other candidates. That's not your concern. Your only concern is to show why you're the right fit, not the best candidate. Remember what we said before. If we have two rotten apples and we pick one, we still have a rotten apple. We don't want them comparing and contrasting you to anyone else. We only want them to say that you match the specs of the right fit and that you will show them what those specs are and show them why you should be hired. Myth six, never discuss your salary requirements in the first interview. That is, again, a myth. What you need to do is, early on, be sure that you will accept the position that's within the salary range that the company is offering. Otherwise, you will receive an offer that is unsatisfactory. Why spend time having many interviews, meeting lots of people, and finding out the salary is wrong for you? Early on, you want to clarify the salary range. Now, does that mean you have to disclose what you're currently making? Absolutely not. It doesn't matter what you're making. It only matters what you will accept in terms of a salary. Myth seven, explaining to the employer you are desperate will ensure hiring. Absolutely not. If you disclose to the employer that you are desperate, what will happen is that they will focus in on your desperation and not focus in on why you are the right fit. Keep your personal situation to yourself. You do not have to talk about your family. They do not need to know whether you are married, single, divorced, whether you have children, whether you want children, whether you have parents, whether you don't have parents, none of these things are and should be the concern of the employer. There's only one question the employer should have, and that is, are you the right fit for this particular position? Please do not act on these myths. If you do, you will jeopardize your chances of hearing you're hired.
I hope that you have found this information valuable. And please do contact me and let me know how my suggestions and strategies are helping you. You can feel free to email me at drbarrow, that's B-A-R-R-O, drbarrow, at winwithoutcompeting.com, or feel free to call me at 310-441-5305. Please join me again on Wednesday, December 3rd, at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, learn how rejection, uncertainty, and death create career success. I'm going to repeat it again because I know it sounds strange. Learn how rejection, uncertainty, and death create career success. My guest will be healthcare media pioneer Tom Lombardo, founding editor-in-chief of WebMD and editor of Aftershocks, the poetry of recovery for life-shattering events. Tom is the 2008 nominee for the Pushcart Prize for his essay, Fieldwork. This is a non-fiction, fascinating essay, which Tom will also be sharing with us. Watch me peek into Tom's mind to reveal how he strategized to find the right fit throughout his life. My interview with Tom is a worldwide exclusive. Don't miss it. You can also read Tom's forward to my book, Win Without Competing, on my website, winwithoutcompeting.com. On Amazon, watch for Win Without Competing, which will be released soon as a Kindle book. Until next time, Remember this trigger tip. Change your mindset to the right fit method and you will change your life. Goodbye for now from Dr. Arlene, career coach one and author, Win Without Competing. Bye-bye.